Welcome to Openly Spoken, the podcast to help you show up, speak out, and be seen. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, women's empowerment mentor, mindfulness expert, and quantum self-love coach. Every week, you'll hear real and unfiltered stories from me and my guests covering topics around spirituality, self-expression, womanhood, healing, love, relationships, and more. My intention with this podcast is to help sensitive, spiritual, ambitious women fully step into their potential so that you can live a life you love with every cell and every fiber of your being. And I get that it's not easy to fit into a box. So I bring in a variety of topics to feed your multifaceted self. You can find me over on Instagram at selfexpressbabe and info on where to find my guests are always going to be in the show notes below. I am so grateful that you're here and I invite you to now set an intention, sit back, relax, and receive what is coming through to you on your headphones right now. Take what resonates, leave out what doesn't, and give yourself time to reflect. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's dive in. Hello, welcome to Openly Spoken. My name is Celia. I am so excited to be here. And it feels like forever since I've recorded a solo episode because all the, the episodes for last week were all interviews where we celebrated Pride Month and we had guests that were only a part of the LGBTQIA plus community. Very, very beautiful stories were shared. Lots of good information was shared that I didn't know about before. So I highly recommend going back and giving that a listen. A listen. It will definitely open up your heart, open up your mind, all of that good stuff. So today I wanted to do an episode to kind of check in, to kind of reflect, to give you a little bit of an insight of like what's coming for this new season, which I am so excited about. I started recording the first episodes in April, so it's it feels like it's been a long time coming. And uh, it's going to be a lot more interviews for this season because I have a lot of them recorded and because I am in a space right now in a very transformative space where I am in a group program and it's a lot of like inner work and a lot of things are shifting. So I really want to take that space for myself to kind of just like process everything and go through everything. So I'm not sure how many solo episodes will be in this season. This is the first one I'm recording. I usually with the podcast, I do the interviews way ahead of time. And then I like to record the solo episodes a little bit closer to the release date so that they can be really relevant. So I'll share a little bit about what's been moving through me, what I've learned with this podcast so far, now that we're entering season four, which I'm so excited about. And I also wanted to give you um, a little bit of an insight of, I wanted to actually invite you into what I'm up to right now and a space that I've created that I feel so inspired by. And if you follow me on Instagram, you probably already know what it is. And then to leave you with a little bit of kind of like teachings to, to leave you with a little bit of teachings today. 
I also want to talk about the two things that are the two like reasons behind everything that we do as human beings, which is uh, to feel pleasure and to not feel pain. So we will get into all of that and it's really all related. So where should we start? Let's, let's begin with what I really stand for here in creating this podcast and showing up online and in putting myself out there with like everything that I've done these past two years as I've been building Self-Express Babe is to start before you're ready. And I really want to give you permission to just go ahead and roll with something because when you get out there, that is when the clarity is going to come to you. And I don't just say that in a way of like giving you some motivation. I say that from like experience of what I do. So if if this is not your first episode that you've listened to, or if it is, I invite you to just for a little moment, go back to old episodes just to hear the intro and hear how I've introduced myself and what I do. And you will see that I have changed that around so many times. I have changed, I have, I have showed up as a brand strategist, as a spiritual healer, as a quantum self-love coach, as a mindset coach, as a growth mindset coach, as a mindfulness expert, like so many different things. And I just want to speak to this piece because especially as women, I'm, I'm really here to create this space and this movement for women, because that's what I'm passionate about. And that's, what's important to me. I don't mean to be non-inclusive. My business is called self-expressed babe. And when I think about a self-expressed babe, I just think of a woman who is empowered with her voice and who is speaking her truth because we are a group in society that is not really given that space. And we're going through a huge awakening right now. And also as women, we're so multifaceted. I actually have a guest who, I have a guest who we are in the process of recording an episode of choosing a time that we can schedule in with each other. But we're going to be talking about the like seven different, um, what does she call it? The seven different archetypes, seven different feminine archetypes and how they all live within us. And we're so multifaceted as women. So if you're listening to this and you are someone who is, you know, out there with your, with your business, trying to kind of fit yourself into a label of like, this is what I am. I see you. I fully feel you. I feel how frustrating that is and how kind of like it can kind of bring up some imposter syndrome of like, I'm showing up as this and then I'm like changing it. And I don't know, there could be like some judgment that comes up of, is my audience going to trust me? Does it make sense? But I'm just here to tell you that none of that matters. Just try on the labels that feel resonant to you and don't be so attached to them. Allow it to shift. And another huge like piece that someone brought up for me is like, there's such a saturation online 
of I am this and I help you get these results. And, and it's very like robotic. <laughs> it's very robotic. It's everywhere. And it's, it seems very like copy paste. And um, if that doesn't resonate with you, that's totally okay. And I totally feel you and see you. Um, that's why I've been on this journey where I've been like changing what I label myself. And I have only recently come to the conclusion of like, like right now what's resonant to me is not just one thing. It's three different things, but the main one is a women's empowerment mentor, which I'm like, yes. Okay. That sounds broad enough to like encompass everything that I do. And that like really is like the main thing of what I do. So I call myself now a women's empowerment mentor, a mindfulness expert, since mindfulness is something I definitely lead with. It is a journey I've been on myself since 2014. And that's how many years is that? Eight years already. So almost a decade. It's a part of my everyday life. So I'm like, okay, yes, add that. And quantum self-love coach, which I used to only just show up as a quantum self-love coach. And I can't seem to shake that one. It really resonates with me because I'm here to help you deepen your self-love, not just at a surface level of like, make more time for yourself in your calendar, do face masks, do your nails or go exercise. Like, no, I'm here for the deeper stuff. Like quantum self-love is you holding yourself through your shit is you feeling those heavy, deep emotions. And that, that actually leads really, really like beautifully into one of the things I wanted to talk about, one of the teachings I wanted to talk about today of the two reasons why all of us do every single thing that we do. The two reasons that we do what we do is either to feel pleasure or to avoid pain. So let's talk a little bit about what this is, maybe how this shows up for you and how to use this to your advantage. So let's start with, let's start with the pain one first, because I feel like, I feel like the avoiding pain one is the most common. They're both technically the same thing. If you, if you really look at it, like avoiding pleasure and feeling, no, I said that wrong. Avoiding pain and feeling pleasure could be the same thing. Like I'm avoiding pain because I want to feel good and I want to feel good because I don't want to feel bad. Like it's basically the same thing, but I feel like our brains are, definitely a little biased with like pointing out what's wrong and what's negative and what's a danger, because obviously that's how we evolved. That's how we ran away from lions and bears and tigers and everything that existed. That is how we were able to survive. We were on the lookout. We were like, oh, what is that sound? We got to run fight or flight. Let's go now. And the problem is we're still, we're still in that. Like our brains haven't caught up to the evolution of our modern life because everything has evolved so fast compared to evolution and how our bodies change. We still have this like old brain 
in this modern world. So in avoiding our pain, I really truly think that when we avoid our pain, the thing that's in front of us that we're trying to avoid, we make it last way longer. And we kind of like tie ourselves to this lifetime of sadness and of just like dimming our light. So for example, I'll use an example of like public speaking because that used to be a huge fear of mine. And uh, it was really, it was really bad. If I illustrate how bad it was to you, maybe this will inspire you to go after your fear of public speaking because I know it's such a common fear. So in avoiding pain with my fear of public speaking, this showed up for me in ways of like, if I had a presentation in high school and even in college, I would sometimes not come to school that day (laughs) just to avoid it. Um, If it was a group presentation, I would like avoid not avoid to speak, like let my group people take the reins and do that. And that's obviously not, not great for those people unless even if they like public speaking, like that's just not a fair distribution of the labor. Also the way that showed up in, in avoiding that pain of public speaking, I would, I was so small. Like I didn't put myself out there in social situations didn't put myself out there for like certain people that maybe I was interested in dating or certain jobs. And you can just see how, like, if I would have, if I would have continued avoiding the pain of public speaking forever, I wouldn't even be here recording this podcast. Self-expressed babe wouldn't exist. Openly spoken wouldn't exist. And the people that I've gotten to help wouldn't have gotten my help they probably would have gotten it from somewhere else, but it would have been a completely different experience for them because we all bring our own unique gifts to this world. Like even if someone is out there doing the exact same service as you, they aren't delivering it in a way that only you can because you are unique in your DNA. You are unique in your energy. You are unique in the experiences you've had. You are unique in the way you've reacted to those experiences You are unique in the learnings that you have learned from your own healing, your own journey of this life. So really in in avoiding pain, we make ourselves small and it's not worth it at all. It's not worth it at all. The only time this avoiding pain piece serves us, obviously, is like if it's... (laughs) you know, choosing not to jump off of a cliff. Like if it's like a life or death situation, then yeah, it makes sense. But it, it just, yeah, other times it just doesn't work. Like sometimes we even, I know, I know I do this. This is something I've been working on since the pandemic. I'll avoid um, strength training because I'm just like, oh, it doesn't feel good. Like I just want to avoid that. Like doing doing more than a certain amount of squats starts to burn really bad. So I don't want to do it where, okay, here, here's where the magic, here's where the magic comes in. If you can take whatever it is that you are 
seeing in this way of like, I'm avoiding pain. So I'm not going to go to the gym or, or show up for this presentation or whatever fear it is. If you're not doing it, you're looking at it from this aspect of pain. If you can, if you can flip it to have this like perspective on it, that like, if I do this, I will feel good. That's where the magic lies. So for example, I'll go back to my example of public speaking. By the time I was, how old was I when I was in yoga teacher training? 25, 25. I'm 32 now. So it's been a, been a couple of years when I was 25 and I was in yoga teacher training. I remember we had this lecture where we were talking about uh, how many people would show up to your class in group classes, like how big they could get. And that was when I realized like, oh my gosh, I need to get over this fear of, of uh, public speaking because this yoga tool that I honestly went to yoga teacher training just to deepen my own practice, but it really didn't take long until I was like, the world needs this. So I, I need to become a teacher. And side note, there's something so beautiful about when you find something where there's something like, oh, I'm getting chills right now. There's something like outside of yourself guiding you to share this with the world. And that's what it, that's what it was with yoga. So like something outside of me was like, I need to teach this. I need to share this medicine with people. This is the next chapter in my life. So even though I was avoiding pain so long by not going after my fear of public speaking, now I had like a really good reason that was bigger than myself to go after this fear. So that could be something to look into, like something that you, something that you are especially avoiding in your business. Like if you can look at it at a, at a view bigger than yourself of like, how are my clients going to benefit when, when I can really show up in a new way? How are my clients going to benefit and make it about them so that you have this like motivation? Or even if like you're in partnership or you are a parent or maybe there's like a friendship you, you'd like to deepen, like anything, like if you can really see the benefit that it will bring to something that's way bigger than just you, that could be a really good motivator. So to bring in this piece of like shifting it from a thing of like, that is scary that doesn't feel good. That's painful and uncomfortable. So I don't want to do it. Shifting it to a, a way of like, this is going to bring me pleasure. This is going to feel good. Eventually is realizing that where you're at now is not permanent unless you don't take any action, unless you, unless you keep moving the way you're currently moving. You have to move in a different way. You have to be willing to step into the pain you're avoiding. And in stepping into the pain you're avoiding, you move through it 
And as you move through it, pleasure is on the other side. So with public speaking, I decided to sign up for Toastmasters in 2015. And just to really illustrate how scary public speaking was for me. And now that it's been a few years, I know exactly like why that fear came up and what it was. So I'll share that with you too. To illustrate this, like I got up there for my first speech. It took me a while to do speech. So in case you don't know what Toastmasters is, it's like a weekly meeting. It's an hour long meeting and there are different roles in the meeting. Like there's someone counting how many times people say, um, or like, or so, or any other filler words. There's someone timing the speakers. There's someone who asks, like, uh, they'll ask questions that have to go with the meeting theme. And then they pick someone in the audience and you have to go up there and just talk for a minute. And that's really just designed to have you thinking on your feet and to get you comfortable with being in front of people. There's also prepared speeches. And so there's like two different sides to the Toastmasters, like how you can be involved in it. Of course, as a member, you can go and just be there for others, but you want to get involved since you're paying for it. You can either have like the leadership roles and then the giving your speeches is like a different side. Like you get like a workbook for it and stuff like that. So yeah, I highly recommend it. It exists everywhere. I think it's a global thing and it's a nonprofit thing. So it's very affordable. And the first time I gave a speech, I didn't finish the speech And I didn't realize that this was what was happening then, but I had a trauma response. And uh, the first speech is called an icebreaker speech. And you basically are just like introducing yourself to the club, to your Toastmasters club. So you kind of like tell a story about your past or something like that. And um, I got up there. Um, My speech was supposed to be like five minutes long. I, I don't even know how much I got through, but my voice was very shaky. My body was very shaky. And I started crying. I started crying and shaking and I had to sit down. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. And because Toastmasters is a space that's like really dedicated to help you with this skill. I was, I felt so supported and so safe. Like no one made me feel bad for, for how, I didn't get through my speech. Everyone was encouraging. They, they shared with me like what I did do well. They, they gave me, um, they also shared with me like their own stories of their first time they did speeches. So it was a space where I went through, like, I, I like was vulnerable and I was so safe in that space to be vulnerable in going through that and continuing to show up for myself in this public speaking realm. And also like the other things I was doing for my self-development at that time, which was which was NLP. I didn't know it was NLP at that time. That's like a story for another day because I don't want to get into that. <laughs> um, but I basically had this like perspective shift of like that our fears are very much 
what's the word I want to use? They're like imagined. They're not real. They're, they're just a construct of the mind. And I think the more you like are leveling up in life and your path of, of growth, there's always going to be a new thing that you're afraid of or, or a new thing that gives you anxiety. And when you move through that, then there's, you know, another one, it's like, it's a fear and anxiety doesn't ever fully go away, but your relationship to it and the way you react to it changes. Like eventually you'll get to a point and I say fear and anxiety because this is also related to the avoiding pain. Like normally we want to avoid our fears and avoid our anxieties, but if you continue to go through it and go towards it, eventually you'll get to a point where you will be like, oh, I'm scared of this thing. Awesome. That means like, if I lean into this, I'm going to get some sort of transformation. I'm going to get a shift here. Something beautiful is about to happen. And this is definitely like a muscle that you have to grow by starting to go after what makes you feel contracted? What makes you feel scared? What makes you feel anxious? What makes you feel that pain? What are you avoiding? What are you avoiding? So then let's talk about the pleasure side and how that can also be a thing that uh, keeps us small, just like the pain side keeps us small. So the two things behind everything that we do as human beings, the two reasons behind it is either to avoid pain or feel pleasure. And in this piece of like feeling pleasure, we just want to be comfortable. So it's, it's basically the same thing as the pain. Like when we're avoiding pain, it's because we just want to be comfortable. When we want to feel pleasure, it's because we, we just want to feel good. We want to feel comfortable. So the way that this can show up in a way where we're not living to our full potential is overconsumption. Um, overconsumption, not having any structure at all in our days. I know that I've been there. So a, a way that this, like, I want to feel pleasure can keep you small is let's say you have a way that's really worked for you in your morning routine. It's worked for you for months, for years, for a long time. And that's the like routine that you've gotten into, right? That can get you really far. But like I mentioned earlier, how there are like these layers that we move in and there's, you know, there's a um, new threshold to always come through. The same thing is going to happen with like the things that make you feel good just to begin your day. So for example, like something like doing an hour long vinyasa meditation was, was a thing that I like really clung to for a long time. And it really did help me for a long time. Eventually I got to a point where I needed something more more like calming. I, I needed more like yin yoga and restorative yoga. And I needed more 
something more spiritual, like Kundalini. Like I needed to shift what I was doing a little bit to get to my next threshold, my next level. This piece of pleasure has like such, such magic to it. Like when you do something that like genuinely makes you feel good, like dancing, for example, your body is being filled with uh, chemicals that like basically do the opposite of what stress does to your body. I forget what it's called. I think it's like nitrous oxide. Let's see. Let's, let's Google this. I don't know. I'm not Googling the right things, but yeah, don't quote me on that. (laughs) Basically pleasure like makes you feel good. So if you put on your favorite song and dance, of course, that's going to benefit you. So the piece here to like really look at within your own like self-development, bringing in both of these pieces, knowing that, knowing that you, knowing that your brain wants to avoid pain and feel good. This can be really beneficial to bring into like your intentions or your manifestations or your desires or your goals, like however you, however you approach this and think about like, how can you motivate yourself by bringing this piece in? So for example, I mentioned that something, I mentioned something I've been working on is getting back into weight training. I could sit and look at like, okay, if I never, ever do any sort of weight training again, what is the pain that I could feel 10 years from now as a result of that? And, and if I sit and think with, think about that, uh, I'll obviously be like, oh no, I don't want that. I don't want that. Let's, let's not have that. And then you can also look at if I do start my weight training at least three times a week, what pleasure will I get out of it? What will happen? How will my mindset change? What will shift? And like, how will I feel in my body? How will the way that I feel in my body come through with everything that I create in my business? So these are some really key pieces to look at really key pieces to look at. And this is what I really love about, this is one of my favorite things about being a woman is that this piece of like pleasure, like we can really access it through our bodies. We can really act like just touching your skin super lightly, taking a bubble bath, like all of these things that are so like luxurious and so like celebrated in us as women that we are like given space to do these things. And I think men should be given this space too. Like if you meet a man who takes a bubble bath every day, like people will, people are usually going to think that's weird. And I don't think that's fair. That's a topic for a whole different thing, um, for a whole different day. I actually have in my notes that I want to talk about, um, it won't be until November, but I want to talk about, there's like, I don't know if it's world's men's day or national men's day, but I found about, I found out about that day two years ago and it really triggered me. 
And ever since then, I've been kind of like working with that. So that's a huge piece I want to talk about in November. So stay tuned. I know that November will be here before we know it, though. It's already almost, what is it, July? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Anyways, huge tangent there. So as women, the reason why I also wanted to bring up that as women, we have this like, I feel like we have this advantage of like, we have all these things that are like socially accepted, uh, acceptable for us to feel good. But we also at the same time don't when it comes to our sexuality and our sensuality, men are given more of that space and women are not, we're more shamed for our bodies. And the reason why I bring this up is because I have created something for my heart that I am very excited to talk about here. And I'm very excited to invite you to either join us in this experience or share this with a friend that you think could benefit. So what I've created is a seven week It's actually longer than seven weeks because we take some weeks off so that you can really integrate so that it's like really can sink in and and all that. So it's a, it's a space for women to deeply connect with their boobs. And the reason why I originally created this was because I hated my boobs for such a long time. Like growing up, I all I saw around me was like huge boobs Uh, growing up in LA. Like that's all I saw. That's, that's what I thought equaled beautiful. That's not what I looked like. So it was a huge piece for me ever since I was maybe like 11 or 12 when, you know, at that age, you're like first starting to have, um, have to like change with other girls in the locker room. And it's, you know, it's a very, it's very difficult time when your body is changing and you're like comparing yourself to what you see in media and to people who are your peers. So this was a huge part of me that really, really helped me back. It really caused me a lot of pain and it really had me like avoiding even this, this piece of like that I brought in earlier about public speaking. I so recognize how my public speaking skills and the way I carry myself and the way I show up, not only online, but even in conversations and in life really shifted when I connected with my boobs more deeply. And for me, I didn't fully accept them and love them and like decide like, okay, I'm, I'm not getting a boob job ever. Cause like I've wanted a boob job since I was maybe 12. That didn't happen until I was 29. And then these last recent years, even like last year and in, in even, yeah, even last year, like I had, I was exposed to even more practices to deeply connect with my body. And, uh, noticed how like even though I had an acceptance of them already with more practices and like just different approaches I deepened that connection with my body and it really connected me to creativity to authentic confidence no fake it till you make it here that's not allowed here (laughs) 
if it is, you're still allowed to listen. And I, I just like invite you to really challenge that because fake it till you make it literally goes against the definition of confidence. So I've created a space. It's called Heart Wide Open. And I've been sharing it as a space for women, femme identifying and non-binary people to fully embrace their boobs, to fully feel, to fully fall in love with their boobs, to fully feel connected with their boobs. But it's so much more than that because what comes from you fully embracing your body as it is now is just profound. That's where authentic confidence is born. That's where the magnetism to attract an aligned relationship is born. That's where it born, born. <laughs> That's where the magnetism for leadership is born. That's where you develop your voice and you, and you, and you develop like this safety to be able to speak up for what you want, speak out for what you need. And show up, speak up and be seen. So, and the reason why this, this process of boob acceptance, that's, that's what I'll call it, that I'm guiding you through. The reason why it's so profound is because as a woman or non-binary or femme identifying person with boobs, you have this area of your body. If you have boobs, you have this area of your body that is a positive. Um, it's a positive energetic, meaning it gives energy outwards and energy you give outwards is the energy you're going to bring in. So if you're not confident here in this heart space and you're in this area, you are definitely going to hunch your shoulders. You're going to hide here. The energy is not going to be going outwards in a loving, open way. So you're not going to receive that back. And what I've done in Heart Wide Open, which is the name of the program, I've really looked at the energetic side, the mindset side, and I've structured it in a way where each week builds upon the next. So we start off at the root, at the base, at your beliefs. We start off with like grounding and breath work. And I have a guest speaker coming in for breath work. And then throughout the weeks, we move up your energy system. So if you're familiar with the chakra system, which you do not need to be familiar with the chakra system to be a part of this program, but in case you are, I just want to let you know that the way I structure this follows the current in the chakra system that's called the liberating current. So that's why we focus on the root on our first call. And then we move our way up the system going all the way to the top where it's your crown chakra. And that's where it's liberation, it's celebration. And we have a guest speaker that's going to come. who's actually a dance teacher. Her name is Natalie, Natalie Orr. And she's going to guide us through an embodiment practice of joy. And if you're going to join us in this, by the time you're on that call, you're going to fully feel the joy for your body as it is now, even if there are still things that you're moving through, because you're going to have community supporting you. You're going to have all of the tools energetically mindset wise, and all of these like practices that I will give you throughout the program that will be your foundation 
to go back to. And yeah, so this is, this is my heart's offering. This is something that like, I really had to have a transformation in even like showing up on Like I've been talking about this program on Instagram now for, I want to say like two weeks. And before I decided to like actually go through and like start creating it and start talking about it. I was like, oh my gosh, I am going to be on the internet talking about boobs. Like that is a comfort zone shift for me for sure. And yeah, so this is my heart asking you and inviting you to join me on Heart Wide Open. It's open now for pre-sale. There's going to be a link in the show notes. And if you're watching way in the future, the link in the show notes is most likely going to be leading to a wait list. So go ahead and check that out so that you can find out more about it. If you have any questions about Heart Wide Open, feel free to message me on Instagram. And yeah, I would love to have you in there. I am so humbled that you gave this podcast a listen. And I'm so excited for all the guests that you are about to hear in these upcoming weeks, in these upcoming months. What else do I want to share? Hmm. Ooh, something exciting that I never shared. I'm seeing from the video I have in front of me is I got married about two months ago. Uh, I don't think I ever shared that on this podcast. I shared once, like I recorded a personal update, like maybe the day after I got married. And I, for some reason felt like weird doing it. I'm like, nah, no one wants to hear this. So that's a way that I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone too, is to really invite you in with what's happening with me. I'm here for both of us to, for, for me, for you, for all women, all femme identifying people to show up, speak out and be seen. And even though I'm here as self-expressed babe, and I'm here like leading a movement, I'm on this journey with you as well. Every day that I get up, like I get to embody this self-expressed babe and I get to go out of my own comfort zone. And I do this because constant, I know, I know that going to back to this topic, I know that the pain and the discomfort and the stretching out of the comfort zone, I know that in going through that, that something good is always going to come out of it. And so I am here to guide you on the same journey of facing your fears, facing your anxieties, facing whatever it is that you are avoiding so that you can become embodied in your higher self, in your highest self and manifest everything that you want in this life. Cause you fucking deserve it. You fucking deserve it. All right. So I will end this podcast here and I will see you again soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Openly Spoken. I know that there's an abundance of content online, so I really appreciate you giving me your ears today. If this episode shifted something for you, please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. 
If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at self-expressed babe. And that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next time.